Hello and welcome to Tarot Bites. I'm Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of Tarot No Questions Asked, Master in the Art of Intuitive Reading and Tarot for Kids. I'm also your host for this podcast series. This is episode 219 of Tarot Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on how to read tarot. And for today's episode, our topic is Tarot and the Hero's Journey. And my special guest is Maisie Bristol. Welcome, Maisie. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you for being here. And before we get talking about our topic, I always love to find out, how did you get into tarot? It's always such a journey for everyone <laughs> in such different ways, too. Um, it kind of fell in my lap. I like found a deck in my house when I was a teenager, and I became just pretty fascinated with it. And I started just self-taught situations I, I would go to Barnes and Noble and buy all the books and like go online and spend hours like looking up there all the meanings of the cards and stuff and I started reading for my friends um but it wasn't until I realized that people actually do this for real like it wasn't just me <laughs> who, who actually enjoyed it um that I started really doing some serious studying and uh yeah and then the business kind of just fell into my lap too it just all evolved I just kind of went with what I was told to do and by the universe <laughs> and, right. and went with it. So here it's, we are today. <laughs> yeah. And it's so interesting because this is something I hear again and again for tarot readers. It's like somehow we fall into it, we stumble into it and suddenly we are on this path and it takes us on this amazing journey, which really is a lot about the hero's journey. So I think that is right. super fascinating. So, I mean, since I've already mentioned the hero's journey. What a segue. I know, what a segue, <laughs> right? But can you um, tell my audience what the hero's journey, what are we referring to when we talk about this? Well, there is a 22-card section of the tarot deck called the Major Arcana. And um, it is supposed to represent some more spiritual life-changing moments in your life. And I think that some people consider it to be like the beginning and then the end. So you wake up and you're birthed and then you die. But for me, I feel like we go through many cycles of this journey over and over again um, within our lives. So that's why we have many tower moments or many, many like full moments where we're starting a new chapter in our lives. Um, I can give one example. Uh, I had my Saturn return like recently and in my Saturn return, I decided at 28 or whatever it was to just up and leave and move to Montana and buy a dog and a horse and just start restart my life completely. So that would be like a full moment where I've started a whole new cycle of my life, you know, right. I feel like we do that all the time. We do. There's not just like one journey and then it's just done. I mean, our life is continuously a series of different journeys. And Joseph Campbell, you know, really wrote the thing about the hero's journey. So uh, in his book, he speaks about how, you know, we have these, this, these different processes, much as what we're talking about today. So I think a lot of people can see, you know, that whole trajectory in the tarot, just as you said it does. So mm-hmm. you you said you say the tarot, uh, the major arcana is the one associated with the hero's journey. So let's just talk about a few examples of how this could play out for people. Like, okay, we, you said the fool as your move to Montana, your new chapter. What about the empress? How might that, what role might that play on the hero's journey? I think the empress is when you start getting a little bit more comfortable with your decisions, 
a lot of times, you know, with the fool and the magician, it's all very exciting. It's more like adrenaline. Uh, like I did it. Oh my God. Like, wow. <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever it is for you. Um, that could be starting a new relationship that could be just like moving across the country. That could be whatever it is, but, um, you're just pumped with adrenaline, like ready to go and do this. And then when you get to the Empress, I feel like that's when you get situated within yourself. That's after the moment of consciousness, when we go past the, um, the high priestess and here we are at the Empress where we get like a real sense of self and value. Um, especially cause that is the Venus card, which is self value, you know, and like money. So we're making profiting from whatever we've started. Right. And the emperor's also has that feeling of growth to it. Like suddenly there's some growth. You, you start seeing the fruits of your labor, the work that you've been doing starts to give you an inkling that, Hey, look, things are working now. This is looking pretty good. Right. And the yeah. hierophant, we could look at the hierophant as like coming across a mentor, a teacher on our path. Would you say that would be great? Would you say that would be accurate for the hierophant? Totally. Yeah. And then also I would say um, in addition to that, maybe finding a structure that you have in place, like a day-to-day -day kind of structure where um, I follow this path, I follow this teacher, I follow this book or whatever it is so that you're able to like put your lifelong goal into actionable steps, you know, because you have this structure around you to help you create that foundation. And I think, you know, of course, you know, on the hero's path, the hero always has to encounter some obstacles. There's always going to be those moments, those uh, wake-up calls, those situations that really test your mettle. And I think for a lot of us, we do think about that tower card as one of the ones that presents a really big challenge. But what other cards mm -hmm. might be uh, a challenge on the hero's journey? Right. I think that um, the hanged man, definitely. And uh, in some ways, depending on what it is, the wheel of fortune. Ooh. Uh, and then let's see. The devil, obviously, and judgment, I think, is like one of the hardest How so? that we could encounter. It's like at the very end of the Major Arcana, that would be card 20, and we end at 21, the world. And with judgment, I just feel like that's the hardest one to do because it is so self-reflective. Like You cannot mm -hmm. move past it until you accept everything that you are, every wrong that you've ever done, Like you know, just accept your mistakes. And really just come to the brutal naked truth of like what is happening and who you are. And that can be hard for people yes. you know, to, to accept uh, things. And that, but that's the only way that you get to the, to the world is by coming to that conclusion. There's a real reason that it's at the very end. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> right. it's like the hardest obstacle to get over and move forward with. It's kind of like that moment where you have to take responsibility for everything you've done and to maybe understand the lessons from the journey that you've been on and maybe even make apologies too. Right. And it is that le lesson card, because if you don't understand the lessons that you've learned, why did you go through all of that? <laughs> you put all the trials and tribulations to get to the very end. If you didn't learn your lesson, then there's no point in going through the whole thing. So you have to be able to recognize what the lesson is. And in doing so, you have to recognize your pitfalls, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, that's just, that's a little uh, a big picture for people. Uh, I also sometimes. see I also see the moon as one of the challenges too, mm -hmm. because the moon is that moment where suddenly you begin to doubt yourself, or maybe there's hidden dangers, and suddenly you are not sure so sure if you need to go forward or not. It's that moment of where the clarity isn't there. 
So I see that as a, a, another type of challenge. How do you see the moon on the hero's journey? The moon, I, I definitely see doubt yourself, like you say. Um, but I also feel like the moon is a time when we're feeling more escapist. So we may doubt ourselves, and in doing so, then we escape, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so we retract. And so you can get caught in that um, toxic cycle, I guess. I, I sometimes associate like a reverse moon with like drinking too much alone or like gaming too much, like inside your house, it's just getting like caught up in this other world mm -hmm. um, that you live and, and not seeing the reality of it. So it could be a misrepresentation of reality or like the, the idea that you can't really make it in reality. So you just kind of detach, <laughs> dissociate, you know? And so that can be hard too, if you get too deep into the, to the moon life. <laughs> and what do you think about like the lovers and the devils as maybe people we meet on our journey? Sometimes I look at it like that. Like who are mm -hmm. we meeting on the journey? Are we meeting someone we fall in love? Is there a temptation? I mean, are those ways you could also interpret that for the hero's journey? Well, you got the teacher, the hierophant that that's totally a, a good teacher card. Um, and I mean, it depends because, it depends on like what journey we're talking about and um, and how these people like come up in life because the lovers and the devil could be the same person, mm. you know, where it's like all fun and games and super thrilling and passionate at the beginning, the lovers, and then you realize, shit, I'm in like a toxic relationship and <laughs> it's a bad cycle and here I am repeating patterns or whatever it is. Um, so they could be like the same person that you meet over and over or you, it, it, it really just depends on like the length of the, the lesson that we're learning. Cause like the, the lovers could be like your first love and you like really like that feeling. And then you get to the devil and you're like, I feel that feeling again, yes. but you miss the red flags. You know, <laughs> I, it could be a different person, but you, you still kind of repeat that same love lesson. So it depends on what the love lesson is that we're learning in this cycle. Um, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was, I was gonna. I was gonna say. Do you look at it the major arcana as the sequential thing for the hero's journey, or do you think we go back and forth sometimes and keep going back to a certain thing before we finally graduate? This is actually what I was about to get ah. into, or I would say something about this. Um, I feel like uh, we have different cycles going on at different times. This is my theory. My theory is that we have many cycles going on but they relate to lift different parts of our life. So in my love journey, I could be at, you know, the sun or something, um, creating family, like whatever that is. Uh, and then, but in my career journey, like I could be at the magician. Mm -hmm. So it kind of, I think that we have different cycles happening all at once, which yes. is how we can experience the tower maybe so often, <laughs> but it just relates to different situations. Um, yeah, so that's kind of where I think. What do you think? Oh, I think that makes total sense because nobody's life is one-dimensional. And no story, if you read a right. book, no story, if you read a book is one-dimensional. Every story also has sub-chapters and subplots and different characters that are coming in and out that are impacting, you know, what's going on in the story. So we can have multiple journeys happening at the same time, which may feel like it is. I'm constantly stuck in that tower mode or... I'm doing tower in one area and I'm doing lovers in another area. So I totally see that. And you know, when you look at I also, Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, I also feel like we go at different speeds um, in different cycles. Like maybe I learn my 
earlier lessons like a lot faster in my love cycle than I do in my career cycle. Um, so it can be, it can feel like progressive, more progressive uh, in one situation than another. Yes, absolutely. Because you'll see some people, for example, that maybe they've got a great career, but they keep making the same errors in their relationships because mm-hmm. there's something there they keep learning. There's a cycle there or some lesson or an overarching theme that keeps on coming back around and around again until they get it, or maybe they just don't get it. Right. And they could be stuck in that one lesson forever. <laughs> oh my God. No, no, <laughs> we don't, we, we don't want that. But you know, again, even when we look at like movies, pop, popular literature and culture, we do see how this, hero's journey will play out now i've never seen star wars i have to admit that oh my god my family is horrified but we look at how you know in the beginning luke skywalker and i know enough about star wars to be dangerous he hears the call that's the fool he gets his lightsaber you know that's the magician he comes across yoda that's his hierophant there's temptation there's drama there's the big fight there's those moments you know that we see the tarot playing out in a movie like that or a story like that before boom we get to the end it's the world he's learned everything and he learns about Darth Vader not being his dad apparently and you know then then he goes on to his next journey so I think that that is um and of course I probably got that wrong because I don't know Star Wars (laughs) but I mean that is an example of popular literature or popular movie where again we can see the hero's journey. We can see tarot representing different areas of that movie. And I think that's kind of a fun way to see how it plays out. Yeah, I always, I do that too. When I explain it to people, um, I bring in the movies actually, like series movies specifically, like the Hunger Games or Twilight. Like they all have a hero journey going on. Yes, Katniss is a fool because she knows nothing. She's like thrown into it and there is your magician. And then you've got like her, um, Hamish, who's the the hierophant, you know, and then you kind of like, then you go into this like up and down and up and down kind of thing. And then she learns everything and she's at the world. And then that's not the end of her life. You know, she has a whole nother chapter, which we see in another movie that like happens after. So. Right, right. And I think a really great way for people to learn about the hero's journey is to, uh, first of all, they should read Joseph Campbell's book, The Hero's Journey. And then you know, watch a movie or read a book and start following the pattern of the hero's journey and pull out a tarot card for each portion of it. I think that could be a great way to cement the lesson of the hero's journey. What do you think about that? Or do you have a way that you teach people how to really connect the tarot cards with the hero's journey? Um, I don't have a specific method, but I like that um, idea. I also feel like you don't necessarily have to pull Um, actively pull cards, but if you are feeling like you're lost in an area, you feel like, okay, where am I on this journey? So I actually, I have a spread for this that I I have in in my shop and it's uh, a spiritual journey, love journey, career journey spread. It's just three cards and it's only major arcana. So I actually talk about the hero's journey in this, (laughs) in this uh, reading. So I'll pick a card for each one of them. And so in your love journey, like here you are, you're at the beginning and then at your career journey, you're in the middle of all this toxic, toxic mess. And it'll show you exactly where you're at. So you can figure out not only like where you are in your cycle, but also what's coming next, you know, cause you have like that card and then you can talk about what the next card is. So 
Right. So it's, it's really like applying it then not just to a movie or literature, but to yourself. you're applying <laughs> the hero's journey and tarot to yourself and your journey. And I think that's really great because when you embody the cards like that, that's really where you cement the, uh, the information. So I love that idea. Mm-hmm. So awesome. And I, uh, one other thing is that I love, I like that idea, but I also liked um, implementing reverse cards in there because if I get like a reverse card in one of those sections, I can be like, well, you're obviously having trouble moving on from here. And so maybe here are some ways to think about that. Um, like, you know, so you can acknowledge what's going on. Like, why do I feel like I'm not moving? And then depending on the card, you can just kind of decipher from there. Now you're one of the only people I know besides me who likes reverse cards. So I do like that you put that in there because you're right. People it's so important. Stuck. Yes, people and they people do. get stuck. So if we think of the judgment reverse, I mean, that's the part of the hero's journey of resurrection. That is the part where there's the big climax and we're reckoning everything and we're encountering again death and rebirth and all the big things. But if it's reverse, it's like, but I'm stuck. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not moving up. I'm not letting go. I'm not releasing this heavy stuff, I'm not able to come to a conclusion. So the reversal really says that you are stuck here. And this is where you have to do a lot of work right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it helps apply helps you apply. Um, so yeah, I don't know who doesn't like reverse cards. I like reverse cards. <laughs> I know somebody I always like to say if you want to get tarot readers arguing, start talking about reversals. There is so much heated debate about reversals. And I'm like, Oh my God, I've always used reversals, but a lot of people don't use them and say that you don't need them. However, in something like this, when we are looking at the hero's journey, I think you're really brilliant because yes, we do get stuck on our journey and nothing reflects that better than a reversal because you can get stuck at any stage. You can get stuck at the earlier part where you heed the call. You can get stuck at the part where Maybe you don't find the right teacher. Maybe you find the wrong teacher. That could be the higher fit reversed. Right. Um, you know, so yes, I think reversal is actually in the hero's journey and how we apply it to our life or even stories that we read and to tarot. I think they really actually help a lot. So that is so, so smart. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to thank you for uh, sharing your wisdom today. And I think that is a really great uh, way for people to, again, embody the hero's journey with tarot. And it's amazing. Where can people find you if they want to learn more about you or study with you or get a reading? Where can they find you? I am pretty easy to find. I'm at tarotbymaisie.com. Or you can find me on Instagram with at tarotbymaisie. So (laughs) that's where you can find me. Um, And from my website or from my Instagram account, um, you can either go to the link in bio or just, you know, go to my little header on my website. And I have all my offerings there including um, tarot classes and tarot readings, astrology readings, like birth chart readings. And I just came out with a new tarot deck. Oh, wow. um, What's your new tarot deck? It's called the Tepest Tarot Deck. And it is, I have it right here, actually. Um, It's got like some sort of nautical vibes going on. um, And it's just got some really cool vintage-y look to it. Ooh. Like the death card. the ghost ship, you know? Yeah. Well, people uh, who can't stars. see this right yeah. now. I know. Wow. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. So, like the stars, buried treasure. That's like the dream. Yes. Cool, you know? And so I have, I, I worked a lot on, or very hard on this tech to, to try to get it all together. And um, I think it came out really nicely. 
So um, I'm excited to share that with people. I just launched it like last week or something. Oh, wow. That's amazing. It is so cool. Well, people, if you are listening, and I have a lot of tarot deck collectors. <laughs> we, we always love a new deck. And so it's the Tempest Tarot. And they can get that from your site then if they want to buy it? Yes. It's, uh, yeah, go to tarotbymaisy.com. It's literally, it says Tempest Tarot Deck. And it's at the very middle of the header. <laughs> so awesome. you find it easily. It is very cool. So I will definitely be checking that out too. So uh, thank you, Maisie, for making time to speak with me today and to share your wisdom. It's been such a joy and honor to connect with you today. Thank you so much for having me. This is a great chat. Thank you. All right, folks, that wraps up this episode of Tarot Bites. And you know what you're going to do. You're going to head over to Tarot by Maisie. Check out the Tempest Tarot. Check out everything that she has to offer. And of course, you can also get over to my website, thetarolady.com. I've got lots of good stuff for you there. So definitely make time to visit thetarolady.com. And I want to thank you again for listening. I hope you have a beautiful day. And by the way, if you're enjoying the podcast, I would love it if you would head over to iTunes and leave a kind review because that helps more tarot curious people find their way to this little podcast. And as always, I like to close up by saying pay close attention to your intuition throughout your day, and let it guide you into making brave, excellent choices. Remember that you are always in the driver's seat of your life. You are in charge of your decisions, your plans, the action steps that you take or don't take. You're the boss. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, well, you can change that. Nothing is ever fixed in stone. The tarot cards tell a story, but you write the ending. <laughs>